You are listening to Take Back, a series by Pastor Bay Allen. It's great to be with you as we go through our Take Back series. Um, And today we're actually talking about how God came to take back our childhood. That's what we're looking at. We're going to be spending some time with how we are a child of God. Amen. Um, And I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones if you have one of those. We're going to Ephesians chapter 5, starting with verse 8, in which we read, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. And and it continues to say... Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Is that slide not, is it frozen up, Jeff? There it is. And Christ will give you light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, I got to tell you, um, you may want to go, no, 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 no. You're not getting any younger. You're not. You're not getting any younger. It's true. None of us are getting any younger. And you need to come to grips with this statement, people. You need to come to grips with this statement, however you can, whether it be with humor, whether it be with tears, whether it be with gallons of ice cream, however you need to come to terms with this, you're not getting any younger. I hope it sinks in. How many of us in the house, just a show of hands real quick, how many of you went to the park this last week? There's some. There's some, there's some. So we have a few of you that went to the park. Awesome. Uh, How many of you played Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation? You know, the new Nintendo Switch is out. How many of you rocked that this morning? Played some Mario, hung out. There you go. Yes, represent. Um, How many, show of hands, how many use Snapchat this week? Snapchatters. Yes, right here, right up front. There's another snap. Yes, I'm loving these hands. This participation is great. How many of you got muddy outside this week? There's some mutters. Training for the tough mutter, or you just say life is a tough mutter. I don't know, but you got muddy this week. Now, how many of you um, said good morning to your friendly lunch lady? Anyone? Say good morning to the lunch lady. Anyone? Anyone get picked on for, uh, there you go, thank you. Anyone get picked on for having braces? Anyone pick on someone for having braces? Anyone just thankful they no longer have braces? Okay, Amen. <laughs> Let's face it, you're not getting any younger. You're not. Why didn't you do so many of those things? Those of you who didn't put your hands up, why didn't you do them? Perhaps your answer is, because I'm not a kid anymore. Right? Perhaps your answer is, my second grade teacher thought it looked silly that a 30-some-year-old was in that small seat. Let's be real, we're not getting any younger. In today's scripture, the Apostle Paul is writing to those at Ephesus, and right away we see this language. This is the way Paul is acknowledging this brand new congregation at Ephesus. He says, children. He says it all over the place. This letter is full of the word children. 
And again, today's sermon is called Take Back Our Childhood. Let's take it back. I wonder why Paul addresses them in this way. Those of you who have read it, you ever wonder why Paul would address them in this way? Because oftentimes in our culture, we, we look at the term children. We look down upon it, right? You know, as kids, many of us get upset when someone treats us like kids. We want to be treated like adults. We don't want to sit at the kids' table. That's where little Billy sits at the kids' table. That's where the babies sit at the kids' table. As soon as we can pull them off and on and use complicated words like toilet. We are adults. We don't want to be called kids. We're not children. I remember growing up, my parents, they would often introduce me with this word. This is my child. They would say that of me and I would go... This is my, I wouldn't really do that. They, back in the 80s, they'd actually put you in institutions for doing that. But, but I, I would be like, child, really? Or we go to get Chinese after church, uh, which is still a tradition I, I like to carry on in my own family. And, and she would go in and say, two adults, three children, right? Why is Paul calling the church at Ephesus children? Did he not get the memo? Did he not get the memo? Doesn't he realize it is offensive to call someone a child, especially if they're grown women, grown men? It is offensive to use the word child. Well, let's focus on this concept. I want to talk about you, what it means to be a child today, to be a child of God. Don't try to grow up too fast, all right? Remember, you're not getting any younger. Don't race to the finish line. Don't do it. You're not getting any younger. What it means for you to be a child. When you are a child, you know, actually the best way is probably to illustrate this. You know, you see this all the time in nature with ducks, for instance. Okay. If there's a group of ducks that are out walking across the park that only five of you went to this last week, um, you can tell pretty quickly who the mother duck is. You can tell pretty quickly who the mother duck is. I know. She's the bigger one, right? The bigger one. But ignore that. Even if Mother Duck was not any larger than the rest of the ducks in this picture, you can tell which one is the Mother Duck. How can you tell? Anyone? Exactly. That's it. They follow her. The other ducks follow the Mother Duck. That's my first point if you're writing anything down. And I think uh, we had some lovely people come through and actually put pens and paper in your pews this week. So if you want to write that down and make a little note of that, follow. That's my first point. They follow. The children of the mama duck follow her everywhere. If she goes this way, they go that way. If she goes this way, they go that way. And sometimes you can just sit in the park and just spend hours just making sound effects for the ducks that go by. It's fun. But they follow. They follow. If they go over a tree, they follow over the tree. Or some of the little ones go and walk around the tree, right? That's what they do. So here we have Paul teaching these folks at Ephesus. They put apples on his desk, right? They put apples on Paul's desk. He is their teacher in Christ. They are children learning their ABCs. And Paul says, walk as children of light. Walk as children of light. As simple as ABC. Walk as children of light. 
Children of light, take notice. These are identifying words that we have here. And I've gone through this when we went through Ephesians in depth before, but I just want to remind you the phrase children of light that is identifying. What does that say about Mama Duck? If we are children of light, what does that say about God? About Jesus Christ in whose name the people gather? It says God is light. Right? It says, Jesus Christ is the light of the world, is what we read. This is the teaching that Paul is entering into. This is the identity that these children need to know that they have in Christ. Adult, teenager, tween, you name it, all of them are still children of Christ. Regardless of their age, they're children. So Paul is teaching them their new identity in Christ. He says, you once were darkness... Notice not once of darkness. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but you once were darkness. And I think of Genesis actually, because I love to connect the creation story with the recreation story of Christ. It's all one, it's all one creation story after all. Um, but going back to Genesis, for those of you who have ever been in a Bible study and the pastor or the leader of the group says, now we're going to turn to and you have no idea where that is. First two verses of the entire Bible right here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Darkness was on the face of the deep. Void without form. Get that image in your mind. Because this is the creation story that Paul is teaching. Paul is teaching the creative narrative, the creation narrative to these children at Ephesus. We read on at creation. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. This is what Paul is recounting here, the creation story. But not the creation of the world. Professor Paul is teaching the recreation of humanity. Second creation. This is spiritual stuff. You had physical stuff. We have spiritual stuff. Paul says, you were darkness, but now you are, say it like you mean it, light. Now you are light in the Lord. Your mama duck is light, so now you are light. You're learning how to waddle. You're learning how to walk, right? This is light. As you walk, since you are light, you should walk as children of light. That's right. It's pretty basic stuff, you know. Don't rush ahead, you know, don't rush into adulthood. Let this sink in. You're only a kid once. If you're a child of the light, how should you walk? If you're of light, you should walk in the light. Children follow. It's the first point. And in the course of that following, what else do children do? This is my second point this morning. Children learn. All good children learn. They learn what they are to do by their parents, but it goes deeper than that. It goes further than that. Right? Right, Gavin? You learn? You learn what to do, right? Yeah? You learn what to do from your parents, right? You learn what to do. It goes deeper than that, though. You see, I'm the youngest of three brothers, okay, in my family. The youngest of three. And so... Let me tell you, it didn't just, it just didn't end with me looking at my mama duck or my dad duck. Who else did I look to? 
my brothers. And that picture of the ducks that we saw, you know, if you were blessed enough to be right behind Mama Duck and get to look at her beautiful, freshly permed hair all the time, that's great. But sometimes the back of the head you were looking at belonged to your siblings, right? The back of the head of my siblings. Because sometimes, let's face it, Mama Duck is pretty far ahead. She's way up there. She's already over that tree stump. So now I got to, when I'm way back here, waddling along, I got to watch my brothers as that's too big. And they, I follow my brothers. I follow my sisters. You get what I'm saying? You're not getting any younger. But don't you see? There are younger ones behind you looking to you as they move forward. Don't you see that? That's what the Apostle Paul is writing. Paul basically says in so many words, be a good example for your brother. Don't you know everything you do, she does? Don't touch that, you know? Can't you get ready for school without a fight? This is the kind of stuff Paul's getting into. He says, find out what is acceptable to the Lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. So we are to find out what is acceptable. This is learning. We're to do those things that are acceptable, not mess around with the other stuff. That stuff that's Kept hidden, kept secret, hidden away, locked away in the tree houses of North America where mom and dad can never find out. Stuffed neatly between the two mattresses so mama will never find out, right? We're to expose that when we see it so our brothers don't run face first into it. Paul says, don't do these things. If you find it, expose it. Now kids, and I'm saying this to all of us because we're all kids, right? Kids, no one likes a tattletale. Admit it. No one likes a tattletale. But tattling and battling the forces of darkness are totally different things. Tattling and battling the forces of darkness are completely different things. Bring them to light. Bring it to light. And I I think that's where that figure of speech comes from, you know, bring something to light. I think it comes from the inspired writings of the Apostle Paul. All things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. That's identity. That's talking of us as children of light. We are light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep. This is Paul shedding some light on some some stuff for the church, you know. Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Paul says, you're going to miss your bus. Wake up. That was your fifth alarm. Siri. Electrocution mode. Wake up. Brush your teeth. Get dressed. Get out the door. You're going to miss your bus. You're going to miss it. Wake up, children of light. Jesus has something to give you. So children follow. Children learn what to do. And then my final point today, children do. They do. That's the third point. They do what they learn. They mirror who they follow. Who are you following? What does the head of that duckling in front of you look like? Is it even your brother? Is it even your sister? 
your brother from another mother, mother, your sister from another mister, whatever the case may be. What is the example that you are following? Are you following the right people? Are you learning the right things? Are you pointing out things that are in the way, harmful things, refusing to follow things that aren't good? Are you acting upon that which you know to be good, that which you know to be light? You know it. Because you're a child of light. You know light when you see it. Can you turn on the light? I'm scared. Gavin always says, it scared me. It scared me. Dear children. Children grow up so fast. Don't they? It was only yesterday that we were skipping stones on the lake. We were climbing trees. We were breaking arms, falling from those trees. Only yesterday, we didn't know two plus two from what a bottle was. And some of us are still figuring that out in more grown-up ways. Growing up is hard. So be a kid as long as you can. Don't rush it. You're not getting any younger. But God isn't finished with you. There is still more for you to learn. You are still a child. Let God take back your childhood and just wrap it for you and give it to you in that pretty polka dot cartoon paper. Because you're a kid. You're not getting any younger. But by the grace of God, you're not getting too old too fast either. Can you just take a deep breath? Do that with me. In deep, hold, exhale. In ancient Hebrew culture, the name of God, it didn't have any vowels. The name of God, anyone know what they called God? No vowels. Yahweh. Yahweh. Many have noticed over you know, the course of time that the sound of life, what do you mean by that? The sound of people breathing... We're saying our father's name. The breath of life coming out of his children. The name of God is pouring out of you. You are a child of God. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. Own that identity. Your brothers are watching. Your sisters are watching. Everyone knows the neighbors are watching. So let them see Let them see God. Be the child that you are. Act your age. Grow as you should, as you follow, as you learn, as you reflect. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we thank you that We are your children. That you have breathed the breath of life into us. That our lungs can be filled to overflow and exhale your life into the world. We thank you that 
We don't have to race to the grave. We don't have to act older than we are. We thank you that there's still a lot of growing to do. Because God, if we've got it all figured out and all together, just take us now. (laughs) There's nothing else for us to learn in this classroom. Continue to lead us. Continue to encourage and just to allow us to follow. Allow us to learn. And some things are taught and some things are caught. Just let us learn from the scriptures, from one another. And yes, even from those things that we should not do, let us learn. And then let us do. Just as the moon reflects the rays of the sun, let us reflect the light of Yahweh in the world. For we are children of light. And it is right that we walk in the light. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, light of the world, we pray. Amen. This last song is a very familiar song. I was talking with someone before church, actually. And they said, um, you know, it's never been in question how he loves And this song speaks to that, and um, we don't actually have the lyrics for it, but we're going to get into a part that I think even though we don't have the lyrics on the screen, everyone's going to be singing. Because we are children of God, and we know the songs that God has placed on our heart. Drives all that are able as soon as you are able. Let's lift up our voices one. 